0: What's happening? Welcome to episode 39 of Broke is a State of Mind. How you feeling? How's your spirit? No, 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 for real. Like, how you feeling? Dig deep. And then let me know how you feeling. You learned anything new today? I hope you did. I hope you learned something beneficial to your future. Today I wanted to get into a lot No, you know it's been a while uh, since I last recorded an episode um, If you listen to episode 38 You probably could hear how emotional I was I was in the middle of a mental breakdown um, I had a mental breakdown on the 25th of December That really really plunged me forward so to say um, it was needed because it was a lot of things that I had not dealt with in my past. My miscarriage, my friend going to prison for life, my brother going to prison for life, me not having a choice, me thinking that I had a choice and I really didn't have a choice, me losing all my stuff in my storage room. So it was just, the tip of the iceberg was, uh, all of my products being taken at the airport in Cambodia, um, and I think that's what triggered the breakdown. Nonetheless, I'm happy about it because it really helped me see that I wasn't actually dealing with things. I just was pushing them down. And I finally learned how to grieve. And I think that was a coping mechanism for me. I did not know how to grieve. I wasn't taught how to properly grieve. Because as a child, you're told, stop crying or I'm going to give you something to cry for. Or you're told, it's not that bad. It's not what you think it is. You're taught not to trust yourself, so to say. Well, at least that was what what happened for me. I was taught not to trust myself. Um, So it took me a while to actually get back to a place of learning to trust my feelings and emotions and understand that they are valid. They may not be what I desire in that moment, but they're definitely valid. So, yeah, I worked through that. Um, Moving right along. (laughs) Um, I want to talk about how we as Afro-humans, we, we get distracted easily. We don't think long-term. For instance, this whole Super Bowl thing, I thought we had given up on the NFL. At least that's what I thought. (laughs) At least I had given up. And you know it's crazy? Like, I walk past H&M and I want to go in. I can't go in. I walk past Starbucks. I really want to use my gold card. I can't, I don't even have gold status no more, I think. I don't know, the last time I used Starbucks card, I still have money on that card, and I threw it in the trash, like, I'm over it, and it's crazy how we limit ourselves, but we don't create something, a new avenue for us, with H&M, we should have created a a brand for us, by us, you know, that was similar to that, um, mass-produced garment factory shop, we didn't create another one, um... We didn't create another coffee shop for us by us. We didn't create another haven for us by us. We didn't try to create a a football league for us by us. We just got emotional, stayed emotional for a little while, got distracted, and went back to it. People were excited to post about the Super Bowl parties they're having. they're like, it's a pandemic. Let people celebrate. What? Why do we have excuses for our behavior? And if you have to excuse the behavior, are you sure you should be doing that? I think it's mad. Wow. That we just let people treat us any kind of way. And we take the tokens they give us and run with it. And People's like, we want Colin to get his job back. No, I want Colin to start a job for his people to move them out of there. Because you now know how they treat you. You now know how they feel about you. So why keep going back for more mistreatment? Hmm? Hmm? You've seen the way the government treats you. Like what's going on in Texas with the snowstorm. They're saying that it's not because of a power outage. It's because they cut it off because they said it would be too expensive. So we know how capitalism works. And we just let capitalism continue. We just complain about it. We don't come up with solutions and get together, unite, and fix it. And that's why I think it's imperative that we leave where we're from. We leave the environment we were raised in. We leave completely. Go to an entirely different continent, country, state, city, town, and see other people living. Just observe. And that's what I've done the last six years. I've done it. I went to other people and studied them. And I think I've studied Asians and Africans the most. Cause Europeans, I just was like, yeah, whatever. But I've spent my most, most of my time in Asia and Africa, South Africa and Cambodia. I love, 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 love those two countries. <clears throat> um, and so studying them have shown me that religion as plays a big part in our oppression as citizens, religion, and then parenting, the way we force things on our children, the way we don't let our children come out and just think for themselves. We send them right into the public education system or private education, whatever education system you desire, instead of just letting them grow into their own. Because you're going to find your way. Your parents are there to direct you on the way to help you get there with ease and so you could either help or hinder your child getting to their destination excuse me to reaching their destiny and so religion parenting and then governing you do whatever the government wants you to do in that area and the government do whatever the rich people in that area want you to do. So whoever can accumulate the most currency in that area, dictate what you can and can't do. They can buy laws, literally pay some currency and get the law that they desire passed. So you have so many people in the world who have kids that are addicted to drugs. And those people think that marijuana is a gateway drug and they forget all about marijuana being a plant. All you got to do is set it on fire and you get high. And they categorize it as a drug because they've seen their kids smoke it and they think it's wrong. And just because it's not, hit that weed. I'm telling you, you'll have a different story. Smoke with your kids. (laughs) And most of them smoke weed and do cocaine and heroin and all of that shit behind closed doors. But because their children aren't hiding it, it's a problem. And so... We don't make it okay to live the life you desire on the terms you desire. We don't make that okay. We make it okay to sit, fit in a box and do what everybody else is doing. But if you realize doing exact same thing is expecting different results is defined as insanity. So we are insane to continue to do what our ancestors did. Our ancestors worked because they were told to work. You're working because you're told to work. You don't work because you want to. You work because somebody told you to. If you had the option To collect a check and sit at home. You do it. And you actually are jealous of people that get to do it. And we won't speak that aloud. We'll just be angry. And anger is just jealousy and admiration. in a negative light. Because you can tell people, I like what you do. I like your life, this, that, and the third. It's easy to do that. But it's hard for you to face it. That you actually like it. It's hard to do that. Change is a very hard thing for us as human beings because you need repetition to reprogram your mind. And it's hard to repeatedly do something to better yourself. It's easy to do something over and over that kills you because it's so easy. It's so easy to be toxic. It's so easy to not think of other people and think of yourself. It's so easy to work a nine to five and let somebody tell you when to be, how to be, where to be, what to do, when to do it, when you can vacation, when you can't vacation, what time you need to be there, what time you got to leave. That's easy. But it's hard to decide for yourself that I must do this for me. And then actually stick to it. Because you don't know the outcome yet. You know the outcome of working at nine and five. Well, you think you know. Because these people can close their doors the day tomorrow and use your shit out of luck. <laughs> Let's be honest. It has ha- it has happened. And we don't study his story to get a better future for or for solutions. We study his story to have excuses. Ooh, that's a bar. I need to write that one down. Hold on. I had to write that one down That one was good And it made me lose my train of thought But I really needed to write it down I guess I could just come back and listen huh? <laughs> too shame, too shame But so And so In doing that We maintain our Mediocre lives We maintain our Badly getting by Because of what our Ancestors went through or happened to our past but if you start studying it for empowerment you can actually change your future reprogram it because repetition breeds change repetition breeds reprogramming and if you consistently do something different you will consistently get a different outcome but we're too afraid of the unknown and I don't understand that part I'm still studying that part. I'm still trying to find an answer for that part. Because what I want to happen is I want us to understand that what we're doing here is not for us. It's for our children and for our future. And we keep expecting our children to come into the world and fix what we didn't fix. We keep expecting our children to be the change that we should have been. We raise children on these religions that got us absolutely nowhere. Like if you're not a millionaire and the habits that you have aren't millionaire habits then ask yourself why did you become a parent your child shouldn't have to suffer at all in this world whatsoever because you chose to bring them here so you should give them as much peace at home because this world is chaotic People are dying left and right because of their skin color. Even Asians right now are dying because they're Asian in America. You have Mexicans dying because they're Mexican in America. And we see this happening every day. And we could turn a blind eye because it's not on our front doorstep. But if it can happen to one, it's possible for all of us. And that's poverty, slavery, oppression millionaire status richness wealthy healthy it's possible for all of us but it takes you you working on yourself internally to make sure that you have your part of the puzzle ready for whenever the shift you have to remember that you are your child's lifeline you are the first responder in this world you're the first teacher the first nurse the first doctor you're technically their first boyfriend slash girlfriend you teach them how to love and they may not stick to what you teach them but what you give them is the basics the origin you know what i mean like it's the start of it so you want to make sure that you're giving them the best because best is right between great no nah, better yeah it's between better and Best, greatest, greatness, greatest, yeah, whatever. It's closer to greatness than it is to trash, you know. Give them a, a, a fighting chance, a, a starting point. Recently, I saw that their name in a street after Hugh P. Newton, and people are so excited. Are you not tired of tokens? They killed him. I'd rather you had not killed him and let him continue the movement and see how far he had pushed us as a people Than to give me a street named after him Hell, Martin Luther King Boulevard, Martin Luther King Drive, Martin Luther King Street You got us dying on them motherfuckers every day, G We dying on them every day like it did nothing for us to have a street named after him Like just stop killing us, that's it Stop killing us, stop pacifying us, stop killing us The illusion of inclusion has really killed us We get these tokens, token president, and nothing happened for us in those four years. No reparations, no cleaning up our neighborhoods. No, they didn't even respect us enough to stop killing us. In fact, they killed the most Afro-humans under Barack Obama's administration. So, we don't want any more tokens. At least, I know I don't want any more tokens. I need more people to see that we don't need any more tokens. We just need... to see ourselves, to see that we deserve, to see that we are worthy, we are enough to have our own for us, by us. We see that they lock our men up in these prisons for minuscule crimes that they give their brothers and sisters a pat on the wrist for. And they lock us up, take us from our families for it. So why don't we open our own prisons? We see that their system oppresses us in many ways in their system rejects us and treats us as if we are inhumane so why don't we create our own system we've seen that their football league was racist and if you stood against it you were fired and then we just continue to work for them and that's why I think we missed the lazy part when they was calling us lazy they weren't calling us lazy because we won't work because we'll work our ass off for somebody else they was calling us lazy because we won't even take up arms for our own women and children but we'll do it for somebody else to take land from somebody else's women and children (laughs) after they took our land from our women and children (laughs) So recently i really got into stock trading like i've been doing it for quite some time i used to do paper trading um before i was ready to do it with my own money and so what i've learned is to follow trends so if you look at the calendar you see the holidays you know where people are gonna spend their money people are very predictive very robotic so you want to look three months ahead at holidays coming up and buy stocks in those things so for instance The month is february and you know in april there's easter right and then in may there's mother's day so you want to buy stocking candy greeting cards all things those holidays right and you would buy that in february and january but for february and january you have new year's and um president's day and um Valentine's so you will buy greeting cards candy um, party favors um, you know in those things just look at the calendar and then look up the tickers for things in that area and if you not a holiday person Google what people do for holiday things you know and then look up tickers for those things in a uh, ticker is just their code on a stock market so if you type in their name in Google You could type in their name plus ticker, T-I-C-K-E-R. And their ticket would be like a dollar sign in three digits or four digits, four letters. Sorry, not digits, alphabets. Most of them are alphabets. I don't think I've seen like one or two with numbers in them. And so you would buy stock in that. And then you buy stock in like things you use every day. Your toothpaste and your oils and your lotions and the food you eat, the car you drive, the gas you put in your car, the grocery store you shop at even some of the groceries you buy excuse me just start looking for ways to start paying yourself and that's how you pay yourself when you invest with these people every time you spend money with them you're essentially putting money in your own pocket through dividends and when that stock grows so do you financially and that's what i've been doing and i've really made some money off of it for the game stock stock it's crazy i bought it back in september i think and i bought it because the playstation was coming out then i had seen an xbox commercial I'm like gamestop it's one of those places where people are always buy games at so I, I should buy stock there and i bought uh, 11 shares and i made three thousand dollars off of five of those 11 shares i kept the rest of them because i want to see how it does um after this like i want to hold on to it <laughs> um yeah and I didn't know that the Reddit users would grow the money the way they did, but I knew GameStop would eventually grow money. And having faith in your vision is something that has really gotten me by in life because I've always wanted to be a permanent vacation. The teachers told me that job didn't exist. I was like, i would be a chef because I like food. I like to taste food. So I thought that I should also learn how to cook it. Um, and I'm an amazing cook. I love cooking food. But I also enjoy traveling the world and just relaxing, just laying on the couch watching Netflix all day. I enjoy that by myself, though, by myself. Like um, for the three days, I didn't leave my apartment, just stayed in my apartment. People would try to come over. I'm like, nah, please don't. (laughs) Because I need to recharge after being around other people, taking on their energies that have you confused about who you are as a person. So I have to recenter. After spending so much time with other people, I meditate every morning. I say affirmations and set my intentions for the day. I even set a financial goal. I created financial planners down my website. Um, and then I just live my life however the day takes me. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, and I love it. I'm, I'm working on putting together a masterclass, living life on your own terms. Because I want to teach other people that you don't have to be a slave for somebody else to enjoy life. And you can always create residual incomes. There's trading stocks. There's stay-at-home jobs. And I'm pretty sure, nine times out of ten, you have a talent you're amazing at. And you're afraid to monetize that talent. But if you follow your passion, the money will start following you. Stop chasing the money and let it chase you. Relax, relax in your purpose, relax in your calling, relax in who you are as yourself, because you are more than enough. You are worthy. You're way more than enough. You're way more than worthy. You're valuable. You're lovable. You are love. You are prosperity. You are abundance. And when you realize that for yourself, you're relaxing who you are and know that in your divine space, everything that is for you is making its way to you. All you got to do is relax and call it into your life and believe that it's going to show up. And you may have a couple of stumbles stumbles, and stepping stones and circumstances in, in between the two of you. But those are lessons you need so you can keep what you're asking for. Because we ask for things and we forget that we haven't been taught how to hold on to it yet. So life teach you how to hold on to it. How to appreciate it. So when it's finally in your grasp. You respect it enough. To know that you are more than enough. You are worthy. And you called it into your life. You attracted it. No stress whatsoever. Love on yourself a little more today. Than you did yesterday. Treat yourself a little better today. Than you did yesterday. And eventually you'll get to the best version of who you are. Be nicer to yourself. Trust yourself more. And you'll get to the best version of yourself. And one day you'll look back and marvel at how far you came as a person.